Welcome into the Pursuit of Manliness podcast, where we are raising the standard on what it means to be a man of God. My name is Jarrett Samuels. I'm the host and creator of the Pursuit of Manliness. Men, I want to thank you for taking the time and stopping by and checking out today's podcast episode. Before I get into the content today, I want to give a shout out to uh, Saws Dubmore who on iTunes went and left a five-star review. He said, it is motivational. It's very clear that Jared is very passionate about this project, and that passion is infectious. I find myself saving these episodes for a particularly daunting workout since they provide a unique and powerful pep and desire to improve. Saws Demore, thank you, brother, for going to iTunes and leaving that review. I greatly appreciate that. I've never been told that I have offered a pep especially for someone's workout, but I'll take it. Thanks, man. I hope this is a benefit to you as well today. Today, we're talking about one more round. And one more round, if you've been around uh, the pursuit of manliness in the last 30 days, you've heard me talk about it more than likely. I posted it on Facebook and Twitter and iTunes and on the website, etc. But what I want to do today is really unpack what it is. And I'm going to do three things. I'm going to establish the tension I'm going to talk about the solution, and I'm going to lead you towards the execution, okay? So we have tension, solution, and execution, and kind of the birth, if you will, the realization of one more round. And one of the things we have with Pursuit of Manliness is a thing called Tribe. Tribe is a six-month discipleship community within the Pursuit of Manliness. Men commit for six months at a time being a part of a group, uh, reading daily. There's a book that goes with it. There's a field guide. Uh, there's weekly challenges, bi-weekly Zoom calls. There's a lot involved in uh, tribe. These guys have committed uh, not only to the tribe, uh, but to themselves of a personal growth and really challenging themselves and moving themselves to the next level when it comes to being a man of God, a husband, a father, uh, an employee, an employer, whatever role that they're called to. And the growth that comes from that is quite incredible. But what I know by working with men is there's some men who just can't commit to that six-month window, or there are some men who are just not sure about putting themselves in those positions. Here's the tension, men. We do not do friends well. Men typically do not do friendships very well. And even saying the idea of, do you have friends, uh, sounds so adolescent, doesn't it? Because when you first think about your friends, you think about, you know, maybe the neighborhood kids growing up, or maybe the guys that were on your school bus, or, you know, went to your school. And then as you get older, you might potentially have been involved in sports or clubs or intramurals or after school activities. And then sometimes you go into college and you have maybe your fraternity, or if you're in the military, you have your, your guys that are in the military. And we, we do a pretty good job about the first 20, 25 years of life of establishing some kind of relationships. But then as you get married and you get more involved in a career or jobs and you start to have children, and then maybe depending on where you live and the travel and what's involved. And I know for us, once our kids got in school, life has never been the same. Uh, each one, every year, it gets a little bit different, homework and projects, et cetera. So there's not a lot of margin for friendships or relationships uh, in our lives. Myself, I'm talking about myself here, but I'm also talking about the men that I come in contact with on a regular basis. And so for some guys, you might have 
relatives. So you say, well, my best friend or one of my good friends might be my brother-in-law because just by nature of holidays or vacations or whatever, we're going to see each other often. Those are guys that I might text on a regular basis. And so maybe you say it's a family member. You might say it's a, it's a couple in our small group. We just really click and we do life well together or, you know, Sunday school class, depending on what kind of style of church that you're in. Or maybe you're in a neighborhood and you feel like, you know, we have a, a kind of a neighborhood family thing and we have, you know, travel teams for kids. So there are opportunities for us to have relationships. We just don't always move it to the next level when it comes to friendships. When I talk about friendships, so I want you to know I'm not talking about, you know, touchy feely, whatever, you know, I'm talking about having real authentic relationships in your life where someone can can almost be on a, a journey with you uh, when it comes to uh, different areas of growth in your life. And I'm going to unpack a little bit more of that in just a little bit. But um, here's the tension. The tension is this, who is the closest friend in your life? So if you had an extra ticket to go to an event, you would invite that person. Um, if there was a, you know, a game on and you're going to go, you know, you would call that person. Who are those people in your life? Typically speaking, the people that we come up with are, are relationally marginal friends at best. So while we might call them friends or we might, you know, text them or Facebook them or tweet them, uh, having real friends, that, that can be a challenge. And what I'm finding out a lot of times is a lot of guys, a lot of guys have better relationships with people online that have a common interest than they do with people in their own life. So you might be involved in a, you know, an online group that has, you know, different, you know, like with Tribe, we have challenges. So these guys are developing friendships with one another. And many of them, not, some of them have, but many of them have never met each other. But yet they're developing relationships. They're texting one another. We're having these bonds. There, there's opportunities every once in a while for us to, you know, to connect. Whether we're traveling through, I'm going to speak at something here coming up, and I know there's some men from Tribe that are going to be at that. So we'll have those things. But once again, ideal relationships would be, you know, people in your life. So when you think about challenges in your marriage or challenges in your life, so let's go through like um, relational challenges. You know, uh, financial challenges, spiritual challenges, physical, uh, mental, uh, you know, uh, being a parent. You know, when you have these real challenges, who in your life would you turn to that your wife would say, yes, I know they have our back. So if you were having uh, just a season in your life where, you know, marriage-wise you were really struggling, is there a guy in your life that your wife is okay with you going to and sharing? Not details you shouldn't share, but using discernment naturally. Or is there someone in your life that you could, you know, communicate to? Like, we're just not clicking or, you know, whatever it is, and you know they have your back, and they're not going to say, you know what, you're right. You should leave her. You should, you know, they're going to say, no, you, you, you know, you fight for your marriage. You get back in there. You, you know, who are those people? Because typically speaking, we, we don't have that list right in front of us. Very, We might have some names, but would they also admit that, that, that they are your person as well? And, and I know this does happen, but I think it's the exception and not the norm. And here's the other tension that we have. Even if you have good relationships in your life, you say, hey, me and some guys at work, we get together, we have a Bible study, the guys in the neighborhood, families in the neighborhood, you know, brother-in-laws, you know, we have these relationships. Even if you have those things. The one tension that almost all men do have, especially if you are married and or with children, is the relational equity that you will spend on going and connecting with them. Like you walk in the door from work, your wife comes home from work, there's homework, there's activities, and you tell her, oh, by the way, tonight's my night to go to Buffalo Wild Wings and hang out with the guys for a couple hours and we're going to do a Bible study. 
there's equi- there's relational equity that's going to be spent on that. Or if these guys who live a considerable distance from the church get back in their car and they drive another 40 minutes to get up here or and hang up here, or they stay you know around the church until they go home and they haven't seen their kids by the time they get home they're in bed. Listen, that that wears on you. That that's tough on you. That 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 will wear you down over time. And the chances of you connecting with men in a meaningful way. They really get lower and lower every single time, especially in those times where you and your wife just weren't clicking. You got that struggle with your kid at school. There's something at work is weighing you down. There's just, it's easier to go. You know what? I'm just not going to go tonight. Have you ever said, told yourself that? You ever said that about a small group or a practice? Hey, we're going to skip tonight. We just don't feel like it. We're tired. We had a long day. I'm going to skip out. So that's the tension. I want to establish that. Uh, here's the solution. This is why I believe in one more round. And I want you to know uh, it's it's my belief that pursuit of manliness will provide opportunities like one more round in the future because of this. We currently have 30 men from the church where I serve at right now who are going through one more round. So these are 30 men who are connecting with the content and the direction of one more round for the next 12 weeks. Uh, what I like about it, one more round is be, it gives us an opportunity throughout the week to continually touch base with one another and and grow in some different ways and ask questions. And, and I'm even going to say that I've learned a couple things about some guys within our church that I thought I knew pretty well. Um, three of the guys in one more round, I am discipling one-on-one. And so to see some things that they post or comment or the, how they respond to the questions that happen during the week is very revealing to me, and it helps me connect with them better. And they're also seeing me post comments back and, and things back. So it allows them to kind of get to know, you know, back and forth. And so the, the beauty of one more round is, is it's an opportunity for you to connect with men throughout the week where, where a guy can, you know, check his one, the one more round group, you know, on break time at, at work. You're not going to take away from your wife or your kids or whatever. You can do it, you know, five minutes before you get out of the car. You can do it um, as you're sitting on the toilet in the morning. You can do it, you know, right before you go to bed. There's a lot of opportunities to do that. So one more round is anchored in a closed private Facebook group for the guys that go through one more round. And so we have men who are in this group and we've added them to the group and they're able to um, comment and there's, there's a, every week there's a video and then there's uh, some things throughout the week that allows them to engage and dialogue with one another. Again, it allows them to touch base with a group different times throughout the week. If you are in a men's group and you guys meet like, let's say every Saturday morning, okay, that's your group. Great, but that group can meet on Saturday morning, but you also can touch base on Monday and then Wednesday and then Thursday. And so there's times every single day where this group can now connect so that when you get back together, or let's say for us, when when the guys show up Sunday at church, we have this common bond. We have this commonality amongst one another as guys are walking in wearing their one more round shirts. It's like, oh yeah, you're in that too. And then naturally there's other guys who are not going to be in one more round and they're going to see a culture shift. I really do believe uh, one more round and, and opportunities like it can be a game changer for men. Whether you are by yourself and you say, I don't have anybody in my life who will mentor me, disciple me, or that I feel like I can disciple. Great. Get in one more round and get, get around some other guys who are kind of looking to do the same thing. Or if you say, hey, like me, I'm discipling a few other guys, great, well, we can all get in one more round. And this gives us a talking point and touch points that that last throughout for 12 weeks. And hopefully after that, we continue something like it moving forward. Or you can do it with your entire church. You know, if you had to say, I'm a, I'm a pastor or men's leader or a small group leader of guys, we will customize and create a one more round group just for you. 
So if you say, I'm at First Johnson Christian Church in you know Tennessee, and we want our own group, we, we will do that. We'll set up the group for you. It'll just be your men in there. You will get the one more round uh, content like the other groups will get, but you get it specifically for your group, and it's directed towards your guys. And so that way... You can control the conversation and everything that's taking place within one more round. So if you wanted to do that, I want you to know, email me, pursuemanliness at gmail.com. That's the easiest way to do that. We would get on the phone, have a conversation, say, hey, what does this look like? And I want you to know, not only can we customize the group for you, but you can also have your own customized start date. So you can say, hey, we're wrapping up a series and we're not going to be really in a good spot to do this till you know April 20th or June 1st or whatever your date is. Great. We can agree upon that and say, how many guys you got? What does this look like? And we can kind of establish that moving forward. So with all that said, what what does it entail? How, do we, how does this solution begin to play out? Well, the solution is you need people, you need purpose, you need power. Okay, and so the, the the baseline of this is Mark 14, where Jesus goes into the Garden of Gethsemane, and who does he bring with him? Peter, James, and John. He brings his people. If Jesus brings people to with him to the fight of his life, right before he is uh, betrayed, arrested, crucified, absorbs the wrath of God on the cross for our sins, we need people in our corner every single day. You can know that you have people in your corner. I, I have a guy that I just met with recently, and he was talking about the changes in him and his wife noticing it and reading together, praying together. But he says, man, I check that group different times throughout the day just to see if anyone's commented or said something. He knows he has people in his corner. He knows when he posts a comment about prayer or or some kind of challenge, he knows that he has guys who will go, yes, we are in your corner. You, you have to be the one that gets in and fights one more round every day, but you got us in your corner. Because we're all doing this together. We're all moving the same direction together. The next one is uh, purpose. So you got people and purpose. Your purpose is not what you do for a living. Sometimes we confuse that, and we're going to unpack that in one more round. But your purpose is much bigger. You live out your purpose. When Jesus is in the garden, he's praying to God, talking to him about what? His purpose. Not my will, but your will. What was God's will? That he would be the atoning sacrifice for the sins of all people. And the last one is power. Jesus said that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. We all want to be better men. We all want to do better, try harder. This is why you're listening to this podcast. You want to be a better man of God. Well, the best way to do that is lean into God's collective power. When you have other men of God also pursuing God, the creator of the universe, you're going to get better together. We talk about that a lot. Let's build better men together. The best way of doing that is to get around other men. Sometimes the best way of doing that is get around other men who don't know you because you can learn from one another without some preconceived ideas or assumptions or whatever can come along with that. So uh, those three things, people, purpose, and power. We'll talk about that as we go through one more round. And the last one is this, the execution of this. So it's one thing to say, you know, we have this tension. We have, we don't friend well. Relationships can be a struggle with men. Men are lonely sometimes. We, you know, we have a lot of insecurities. We won't admit it, but, um, but also the solution of, hey, let's all get together. What does that actually look like? Well, here it is. Here's what one more round is. One more round is a 12 week study for men. Now, whether you're, this is your first Bible study or doing discipleship or whatever it is, you can utilize this in many different ways. So for me, I'm utilizing it as a discipleship tool for those guys in the church that I'm a part of, but also the guys I disciple one on one. So I'm do, I do it on my own. And then I connect with those few guys right there. And then I have a much larger group who's doing, who's doing it as well. So you can do it in all three facets, however that you desire to do it. So every Monday, 
there will be a new teaching video. The videos are going through the life of David in First and Second Samuel. And every week, there is a different one-word focus that goes along with what we're looking at. So every week, it'll say, this is our word. I want you to write this word somewhere. I want you to put it in your Bible, in your journal, whatever. Every week, you get tw- you're going to get 12 audio tracks that go along with it. So every week, 12 videos, 12 audio tracks, and 12 PDF files. The audio tracks are the same thing as the video. You just don't see my face like what you're doing right now. For some guys, you would rather work out and listen or drive and listen or be in your garage or mow the grass and listen. That's where the audio tracks come in. You can download them. There's a link that gives you the the audio tracks and it gives you the PDF file for each week. Round one, round two, round three, all the way through round 12. So all 12 rounds, you get that. You can listen to that. You can listen as many times as you want. They're yours. You've downloaded them. Uh, the videos naturally will stay on Facebook. And so you, you have that there. The videos are a great place to leave comments, uh, respond throughout the week. There are questions that are posed in there. Uh, there's uh, scripture that's kind of unpacked a little bit. Uh, there's just opportunities for you to continue to engage. So when the video drops on Monday, that's not the only content you get for the week. You get stuff Tuesday and then maybe Thursday and then maybe so there's stuff you know spliced in there so you keep the conversation going it's not just about that teaching video and naturally within a closed Facebook group it also gives you the opportunity for men to other men to post things in there if again if you have your own group you can decide if that's what you want or not but they can post stuff in there hey I can share a link they can post you know prayer requests they can post some issue that they're going through it gives you this really small environment that again that guys can touch base Every day, if they want to, many times throughout the day, if they want to, it gives them that platform to do that, and it's all right there. Not only that, you get a, a one more round T-shirt as well. So if you're doing your own church group, we would work together on who, who you have, how many sizes, whatever. But if you sign up, then you'll get a one more round T-shirt as well. I just got a call from my wife as I started to record this podcast that the first order of shirts came into our house. She likes them. So, hey, if it's a T-shirt and your wife likes it, even better, I promise it's a manly shirt. It's not a feminine shirt, whatever. My wife's not going to wear the shirt. It's for me. But she liked it, thought it was great. Great. That's what we're after. Um, so you get a one more round t-shirt, a closed Facebook group. You get 12 videos, 12 audio tracks, and 12 PDF files that are a journal page that give you some places to write, but also some questions to answer. Those questions are great if you're looking to start a discipleship relationship, you're not really sure, I'm not sure what content I should use. It's just three really easy questions that go with what was just talked about in that video. And guys, it's $120. That's 10 bucks a week. I spent that yesterday at Jimmy John's. I ate a sandwich and a bag of chips. And it was just shy of $10. For $10 a week, so 12 weeks total, you're going to get this community of men that's going to help you have people in your corner, help you drill into your purpose, and lean into God's power. Man, when you have people like that, man, you can get up every day and you can fight one more round. And when I talk about fighting one more round, I mean identifying the things that are that are worth fighting for because there are days that it is difficult to get up and, and get back in it. And, and every day I believe that you don't fight for the heart of your wife, your children, your home. And these are not just words. These are actual things that we can apply to our life. And we're going to talk about it in one more round to say, I'm going to fight for the heart of my wife. That sounds good, but what does that actually look like lived out? 
I'm going to fight for the heart of my children. What do I do if my children are 30 years old? Well, let's talk about that. Let's have that discussion. Fight for my home. I'm going to fight for presence. I'm going to fight for, listen, man, we are never, ever going to apologize for taking back what God has already given us. We, we don't have to be men who apologize for being men of faith, men of God. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get up every day and I'm going to, my feet hit the floor. I'm going to decide. I'm going to fight one more round. And the, the strength and the energy and all that comes from knowing you have people in your corner. Knowing I'm, I'm pursuing living out my purpose. And again, collectively, I'm leaning into God's power, not just in my life, but like that guy I had lunch with, I'm benefiting from what's happening in his life as well. Like I'm better hearing him share that. And our church is stronger because our men are all moving that same direction together. So, man, I want to encourage you one more time. If you would consider sh- signing up for one more round, I, I know you will not f- regret it. Uh, man, I am, I am psyched about it. I firmly believe in this opportunity that's set before us, but also on the side, and I haven't done this before. If your church or ministry wants to do this and you want to have your own group, your own deal, reach out to me. Reach out to me, man. I want to have that conversation with you. We will make sure it works for you. I don't care if you got, you know, three guys or, you know, 300 guys, whatever. We're going to make it work. Have that conversation with me. We don't want to miss this opportunity. So, man, that's it for me, man. I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. I'll put the links to register for one more round. Uh, It's real simple. It's a PayPal link because that's the simplest way of doing it right now. I I don't sell products. You will go to my site. You're not going to find that stuff. Um, I don't do bumper stickers, koozies, whatever. And I thought there's anything wrong with that. And not that I have never done that because I have done that in the past. I've sold a shirt before. And uh, But what I want you to do is get community within the content. So if you sign up for anything within the pursuit of manliness, I want you to get community from it. I want you to get better. If you own three Pursuit of Manliness shirts, but you're just as delinquent of a father as you were before you bought the shirts or the hat or the, you know, whatever, we're failing somewhere. Man, I, I don't want you, to, I don't want men just to gather. I, I want you to grow. I want us to grow as men. That's the heart. That's the focus of the pursuit of manliness. And that's the heart and focus of one more round. So men, once again, thank you for listening to this podcast. Go to uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, engage with pursuit of manliness. I want to encourage you to do that. Uh, check out our closed Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash pursuit of manliness. If you're a Christian man, man of God, or trying to figure this thing out, uh, what are you doing? Get in that group. Get in there, engage in there. And, uh, of course, we have a YouTube channel and iTunes and all this different content and stuff's on there. So, men, once again, thank you for listening to this podcast. If you would go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and follow Pursue Manliness, invite your friends to do the same thing, or go to our closed Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Pursuit of Manliness. So, men, thanks for listening, and let's keep raising the standard of what it means to be a man of God.